the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello everyone, Jessica here and welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast with myself, Craig and Andy. Hello everyone. Hello. If you're new around here, then welcome to our weekly roundup of all things gaming. We like to share and discuss the latest news, new releases coming out, a shitty platinum game, and we also review a gaming-inspired movie each week. This week, we'll also be discussing the news that came out of last week's PlayStation Showcase, so stay tuned for that. If that sounds like your kind of thing, then do subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you listen to on. It's free to do so, and you can be notified when we release new episodes each Thursday at 3pm. If you want to get in touch, links to all our socials are in the show notes and if you want to get involved in our shows, then head to puredeadgaming.com to take part in our polls. So. So. That's me done my housekeeping bit. Yes. Happy mm. happy Deathloop Day, everyone. Deathloop <laughs> release day as, as the day of recording. Yeah, you say that, but this is going out on Thursday, so. Henceforth, every day is Deathloop Day. <laughs> Not for me. Just digging it in, I can't play it. But uh, one day you will too, and, nah. it'll, and it'll still be Deathloop Day. One day. One day. I was saying, I think that they might, like, there might be DLC for it, because like, Bethesda love a DLC, and mm. I, I could see them, like, scheduling the DLC for the day it drops on Game Pass. Well, that cool. would make sense, wouldn't it? They to have something fresh on it as well. I seen what you posted the amount of DLC that's coming with Far Cry and the, all the stuff. Holy Mad, shit! Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so yeah. much stuff. Ah, it's cool. Well, well, let's. I'll talk about what I seen in the toilet today. Right. Okay. Fucking that's... hell! Right, so I'll, not Far Cry. I hope. No. Um, walked in. Walked into the toilet and just. Done the toilet and came out and started washing my hands, right? Sorry, can we just your, your own toilet? Public the, toilet? As the public toilet, public. sorry. Because, right. you work? know, in your own to- toilet, I wouldn't expect there to yeah. be a horrific story, but public toilet. You wouldn't expect somebody else to walk in. Well, yeah. <laughs> and do this. Well, in this house, people tend to walk into the toilet, i.e., children. <laughs> That's when true. You're in. <laughs> um, so, I was washing my hands and there's obviously a mirror, so I can kind of, like, there's a guy I can see using the urinal and he literally just dropped through. Right down to his ankles. Fucking wee ass oh, is hanging no. out the bottom of his t shirt. Oh, and I'm like, I, I, I looked, then I looked because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I looked and it's like an adult man. I was going to say, was it a full blown no, adult? Aye. He was like 40 odd or something. Like that, and he looked, he didn't look simple or nothing. He just looked like a normal Jeez. guy with really fucked up way of doing the toilet in public. Just dropped his trousers right down. They were like, kind of like, he'd, he'd obviously dropped them and then done that thing where you kind of like extend your legs so the trousers catch. Yeah. So then go all the way down to the bottom. So they're kind of like stuck at his knees. But so enough that his arse was out. Right out. Yeah. Aye. He's always done this before. He had a technique. You could see. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's honed a technique it's, over he time. He just like, let it go, drop, stick the legs out, catch it at the knees. And then he's like, wee chubby arse was sticking out the bottom and just, just done a pee. And I was like, I'm fucking out of here. That's <laughs> so weird. That's horrendous. Like, I, I just, yeah. I can't get people that would embarrass Kids themselves in the toilet. Right, well, Kids do that. Craig, you, you've just made a comment there, but would you like to share your toilet story of the week since we're on that subject? Oh, God. I was going to avoid this. I can't believe you brought up a toilet story, which has then prompted Jess, who would have almost certainly forgot about this. <laughs> uh, we were at the cinema on Saturday and... I went into the cubicle beforehand 
to do a pee. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as people will be aware, guys especially, sometimes you're taking a pee and you can accidentally fart. Me especially, fond of a fart, right? Mm. So well, taking, we know that. Aye, so I'm taking a piss and all of a sudden this big loud fart just releases, right? Well, yeah, now you're in a water cubicle. Cubicle. Right. But there was other people in the toilet. Right. So when it stopped, I heard like some sniggering, like folk were thinking that, that clearly that was quite funny. When it stopped, it was always a lengthy one. Oh, I could couple of seconds. <laughs> it was a good effort. Um, so in that split second, I could either have stayed quiet and came out the toilet yeah. With my head down mm-hmm. and beelined straight Forget out the of the moment ever happened. Uh-huh. Or sometimes Ignored you've it. just got to go with it. So <laughs> so I went with it. So split second of thinking after the fart, I heard the, the laugh and I was like, Woo! <laughs> That's a belter! I shout from the cubicle and then. <laughs> oh my God. Then all I hear is folk. Pissing themselves, and I, so then I flush. No, cut. you didn't do the motion. Explain the motion that you did also. Oh yeah, you didn't find out this till the next day when no. I told you the second time. So <laughs> unawares that I'm in a cubicle, I actually when I went woo, I put my hands in the air. Oh my god! As if I was celebrating. Aye. So you're in there yourself. Aye. So but you're still doing this. The fart releases split second of thinking. <laughs> like a Ric Flair woo, hands in the air that's a belter and then flushed and I was coming out and I, know, I was like I know I can't avoid these people coming mm. out but at least now they think that it's funny rather than ridiculous like, like right. do you know what I mean so I come out and they're all looking at me and I just turned around and I was like I was a belter wasn't it pointed at them and then walked out the toilet and they were all buckled oh my god Jess you get any toilet stories no. Uh, what's your no. toilet story this no. week? I Must go have to one. female toilets. We all behave ourselves. And Do you? Yeah. I had a... I imagine there's like lots of touching and stuff like that in female toilets. A touching? Aye. In what way? Don't ruin the, the <laughs> fantasy. Okay. Fuck's <laughs> no. You know what goes on in the toilet? It doesn't, <laughs> ha- it doesn't have to. It's a female-only zone. Anything could happen. Okay. See, last month, I went to the toilet in Asda. To do a number two. Quite fond of going to the toilet and ask. I need to, there's no toilet in my work. That's why I've got to use it. Take a bucket. Hey, no thank you. So I went over to Asda to do a number two. It was very early in the morning. So the guy hadn't done his rounds yet, cleaning. Mm-hmm. So I was in the toilet and then this is embarrassing, but the the thing just wouldn't flush. Right? So I was kinda like, fuck. And uh, the guy chaps the door. Anybody in there? And I'm like, hey, aye, aye, I'm just, just finishing. And he's like, that's fine, I'll just wait. And I'm like, no. You got a plunger, mate? No, don't, no, no, you don't need to wait. And I'm like, I'm thinking, fuck, he's going to know that it's me that's fucking done that <laughs> and it's stuck there. And I'm, what am I going to do? And like, I go out and go, I'm sorry that I blocked the toilet. <laughs> or did I just fucking, did I just bolt past them? You know what I mean? So I, I kind of like heard them. Heard them like going into another cupboard, and I thought that's my chance, and like just I, ran. I fucking bolted it there, but I bolted past him, and oh, he must no. have knew it was me. Cause I was the only guy in there, and I just had my head down, and then I thought the next time he sees me, he's gonna be like, oh, "Fucking wee bastard, blocked that toilet." Have you managed to avoid him up to this point. I've seen him a few times since, but no said nothing. No, 
but it's just it's just so awkward because you know, oh, it's just like if there was a plunger or something, I would have dealt with it myself. There was nothing. You just asked for one. <laughs> I'm gonna need some utensils, please, Mister Cleaner Man. You still offer to clean the whole toilet as a, as a make good. As an apology. Yeah. But I so we went to the cinema on Saturday and saw that Free Guy film. Oh, cool. What's it like? Good. I Ryan really, Man. really liked it. I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's, it's kind of re- general Ryan Reynolds fare, I suppose, but it was. I really liked it. Yeah, there I was would, a lot of kind of gaming, I don't know, nodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously, it's, it's not necessarily. Like we couldn't at the moment cover it, I don't suppose, because it's not based on a film, but it's mm. very video game inspired. Like, yeah. obviously, the whole thing's in a video game. Yeah, uh, looks uh, cool. I, I'd, good, I'd really good, recommend uh, it. Original idea Definitely. for once, yeah. which is quite cool. It was, I it was really well thought out. I thought like there was a lot. I, I don't know what I expected. I only, I'd only ever seen maybe one or two trailers, but it actually, I mean, it still was your sort of general action comedy do you know what yeah. I mean it wasn't like it was like Schindler's List or something like that but it was mm-hmm. the concept of it was much deeper than I thought it was going to be right. like they did make efforts to explain like deeper than I expected mm-hmm. but it was good we did, we did that before uh, sorry after we had played some crazy golf where boots Jurassic Par what's that Glasgow <laughs> oh right, right Glasgow uh, so it was a dinosaur inspired uh, crazy golf. Hmm. Who Escapade. won? I don't know. We didn't really. I... We did have a scorecard, and I was keeping score. But then I, I don't know. It... I was lenient on a few hmm. putts. I would say. I thought it was maybe your sister. Maybe or you. But yeah, I'm sure I've still got the card somewhere. If you want me to go and add them, no, that, no, I don't know, care. Just... <laughs> I would say probably either Cassie or me. Yeah. I would say. Um, I don't think any of us did particularly well, no. especially our son. Who particularly took... well was that intended? It, it was. Yeah. Well, well, well caught. <laughs> uh, nah, but particularly our son who took the absolute hump because he wasn't good enough at it. Oh dear. He does not like Losing. not excelling. Yeah. Mm. It was his first time doing it. Like you know, I mean, I thought he did quite well for his first time, but no, no, not good enough for him. <laughs> Many a tear. <laughs> Many a tear. But yeah, it was good though. I would, I would definitely do it again. Was it? Was it expensive? like £25 for a family ticket. It's not bad. It's all right, actually. The only thing, and I suppose this isn't like necessarily their problem, but I think they were letting in too many people because mm. there was like a bat, like mm-hmm. everyone was sort of like jammed up and because yeah. we were like a party of five and the people behind us were a party of three, they were constantly like standing waiting for us to finish yeah. and you felt a bit rushed. Mm. And I'd, Aye, like, you which don't think you can have, like, your stand time. and have fun and joke. Cause when, you're, like, when you're going for that, you know, particular cut <clears throat> yeah. you, you need to concentrate and you need your time and you don't want to feel under pressure you, I don't, would, want, you I, don't want people behind you tutting nah. I would say I was the only one that got a hole in one did you? did I not get a hole in one? did you? Mm. family hole in one took, <laughs> that, took that away for you I know she's made me look a right dick on here hasn't mm-hmm. she? you're right funny I don't know. I just remember that because, let's like, see, there was the one where there was like three holes, and if you got it in the middle one, then it automatically mm-hmm. sort of popped out and went into the the final one. <laughs> so oh, it, was yeah. co- it was a bit of a cop out, to be fair, but yeah. I still, I'm claiming it. I'm claiming it. So did everyone see uh, Nicki Minaj's tweet? No. <laughs> did you not see it? She's been getting absolutely 
bombarded oh, with done. nonsense after this. Uh, she came out. Uh, where is it? Hold on a second. I'll pull it up because it's good. No, uh, no. So it was about a day ago now, but um, she is against getting the vaccine, which fair enough, quite a lot of people are. Okay. Um, but I think we've been in the public eye and stuff like that. I think she's under a bit of pressure. And obviously, like any sort of views you have, people are going to go down your throat about it. Yeah. So she tweets out, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. And folk are like, what the fuck? That's not a known fucking side effect. What are you going on about? So like, so there was a games journalist. She's now taking it down, but she'd replied to it being like, that's a bit awkward, but uh, I think you've not realised that your friend's brother clearly has an STD. And he's and he's trying to pass it off, yeah, and uh, cool. I think she'd replied, been like like having a go, but then like yeah. a, an actual famous doctor has come in and said, "Sorry, this is not a side effect of the vaccine. It is called hydrocell in adults. Two primary causes are injury or STD, chlamydia or gonorrhea. Probably your cousin's friend was taking one last marriage fling, picked up an STD, and is blaming the vaccines. He needs an MD. Stat. Wow, wow, and now she's getting." torn pills no because the brother she's now basically outed her brother's friend For as a team. cheat <laughs> with his big one swollen testicles and she's put it up and it's got like about a million retweets <laughs> so well oh, done Nikki. top work maybe stick to rapping yeah. in the yeah. future uh, there was a couple of bits of news today uh, that I couldn't be asked adding into the news section because I have once again given up uh, Dying Light 2 has been delayed we sort of, oh what the fuck we spoke about this it was going to happen like see a December release date fuck that's me. because a team is desperate to try and get it out in a certain year but in America you do not I mean I know the company aren't American but you like America is the main like, is sales region and you do not delay a game you, know, you don't put a game out after Black Friday unless you're struggling to get Where's it out it delayed to? the 4th of February, so it's only two months. But, uh, yep, so that was delayed, and also the a game we're going to talk about later on in a preview, the Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 versions are not going to launch simultaneous with the Xbox Series, PlayStation 5 and PC version. Uh, They're being delayed only apparently a couple of weeks but not a date hasn't been given yet but um, they won't come out at the same time so that was announced today okay so moving on to I guess the main part of our show we've spoken before about how good September is in terms of new releases and of course we try to cover as much as humanly possible with the small team that we have on our website Craig has thankfully been churning out the content this week what can our lovely listeners watch and read this week Craig? Uh, I spoke about it last week, but uh, Katie Pedersen's Hades review is now live. Uh, you can see that on the website. There's also a review of Deathloop and a Let's Play of it on our YouTube channel that showing the first hour of the game. And we also have a Life is Strange True Colours review. Are you going to talk about them? And what we've been playing, yes. yes. Okay. Thanks. Right, let's 
return to our gaming movie night this week. Mm. We opted for, in the name of the king, a the dungeon, dungeon siege. It was released in 2007, but does it fulfil expectations of a Yubel film? I expected it to be <laughs> shite and it fucking delivered on that. <laughs> I love how you've, like, you've got stuff in the show notes this time. I don't think he's supposed to. I think that's his notes. Oh, Is that your notes? But you've, you've asked the, the same out. questions I asked. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I, so usually, first, I usually delete that stuff, but I must not have. Well, it's just funny because you've literally got the same questions as I did. So the first thing you've asked is, um, he throws the boomerang at the enemy, he takes the lad out and then goes back to, the boomerang goes back to Jason Statham. That's not how boomerangs work. That's <laughs> literally what I wrote. I, I wrote, how does the boomerang come back to him after hitting someone? <laughs> That's it, I was like, that doesn't right, work. Right at the beginning of the film, he uses the boomerang, and I'm like, like, right, fair enough, that's okay. To like, scare away the, aye. Aye, the ravens. But then he uses it and it smacks somebody in the head. You're like, that's the end of the boomerang's trajectory. Exactly. <laughs> so when it hits somebody, it stops. Exactly. Did the guy on the ground get up and throw it back to you? I was so annoyed at that as well. It really pissed me off because it's like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Physics is not like in this movie then. Yeah. So to give a kind of brief synopsis of the film, it's set in an idyllic kingdom um, and a man named Farmer, a.k.a. Jason... Jason Why can't I say his name? I did this last week. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Begins a heroic quest to find his kidnapped wife and avenge their son, who was murdered by horrible warriors Mm. called Krugs. Meanwhile, Ray Liotta sends his evil army to overthrow the rightful king and steal the throne. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we've got Jason, you know, Statham. Loads of people in this. Ray Liotta, Burt Reynolds, Claire Ferlani. Ferlani. She's the main female. She's a someone, good there must have been, somebody either lost a bet or someone, there was like some... I don't know, there's something weird going on here because I don't understand how they got the cast for this film. The weird thing is, it's much more epic than the film actually should suggests. They filmed like three times the amount of content you've seen. Oh, really? Aye, because it was debated whether to release it as a two-parter. Oh, jeez. That's how much they filmed. So well, that's, see, that's all been digested into one movie. Well, see, to be fair, when I completely illegally obtained this film it was between the normal release and the extended, extended cut one, yeah. and I was like there's even not the extended enough. one's not got all the stuff in it aye but I was not enduring the extended no, cut no me neither when Fuck I saw that. that the normal cut was 2 hours and 6 minutes aye. I was but like it may have been a better plenty. movie though because that's the, I mean I if care. you make you can't make something right you go there's a start middle finish and it's like 4 hours and then go Fuck, I need to condense this into two hours. It's going to be a mess. Tell it's that not lad with the... It's not going to be great. Who was the guy with the superhero movie that was four hours? Uh, Tell him. Or Zack Snyder. Uh-huh. Um, but that's... I mean, he made, he added... that's He made it like to be four hours, though. Uh-huh. He's had to condense this into like an actual feature film length and go, they were like, no, we're not going to do two films. You need to condense this into a feature film. You've got two hours... And he's like, fuck, four hours to have to condense it into two. What, Chinky was thinking they might get a sequel at some you're point? You're going to lose <laughs> all the character development, you're going to lose all the kind of good stuff. That's that's 
that's what happens, you know. What so I mean? do you think then the actors were sort of primed on the basis they yeah, were going to get I two thought, films out I of thought, it? I thought they were going to think it was much more epic than it actually was. Mm. They're probably looking at us going, "This is like a fucking Lord of the Rings kind of film I'm involved in here." Was this pre or post Lord of the Rings? I can't think. Two thousand seven. Post. Post. Yeah. Post, because uh, yeah. um, it, it is literally Lord of the Rings. Well, I don't like Lord of the Rings, but I don't I like, like much either. But it was the same kind of idea with the those those what were they called cruds. Yeah. Krugs. 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 And then they said in the film that oh now these Krugs have armor and they can talk. So were they walking about before just naked like the way they are? Were they walking like bipedals and two legs or were they walking in all fours? What were these things like before fucking Ray Liotta took in charge of them? I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I don't I don't have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> well he's he's Ray Liotta is like some wizard. And he's uh, taking control of them. Can we just take a minute to speak about Ray Liotta's <laughs> leather jacket? Because that, you want to talk about, like, don't be wrong, the boomerang was annoying, uh, but the fact that everyone else was cutting about in a potato sack, right? And Ray Liotta has got a fucking leather jacket with a zip. <laughs> a zip? <laughs> what the actual fuck was going oh on? Oh my god. Like, he's got fucking I, Velcro. I can only imagine that. <laughs> so stupid I can only imagine that everybody else had their outfit and really I turned up and he was like ah, I don't care I'm wearing the fucking jacket right. and eventually they were like right okay we spent, right. we've, 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 we're way over budget here just let him wear the jacket because what the <laughs> fuck was going on he was hamming it up man in this oh, movie no, man. really bad the whole thing like I, honestly I genuinely wonder if some of the actors took part in this under duress because, hmm. like, well, they've been blackmailed. I don't know because you, I don't, I don't. You both obviously, are, like, technically, is a good director. Because what do you, you mean technically? <laughs> well, I mean in the fact that he makes shit films, right? But he's not a bad director. He doesn't. You wouldn't watch the film and go, "That's terribly directed." It's done. He's a good director technically, and I mean, like, he knows how to do shots and stuff. Right. Whereas if I directed, I'd be all over the fucking shop. He knows what he's doing, but he fucking just picks bad movies and bad subjects. Has he matter. ever picked any good movies? No, this is what he does. He picks fucking games. He loves fucking. He must love fucking games, and he's like, "This is the one that's going to work." <laughs> if it works, you bowl. So why would Jason Statham look at a script and get past the first paragraph that says "you bowl"? See, at that point, you'd just be like, "I'm out. I'm out." But he's not wait at this point, two thousand seven. What he's done, he done loads of stuff. What has he done before that? Right? Transporter, Transporter Two. I think Transporter Trip. was an independent movie. It was big after. It wasn't big at the time. It was big DVD sale wise. He'd done and it became, Snatch. He'd done Logstock. He'd done, he'd done plenty of films by two thousand seven. Right, done the Italian job. That was huge. Uh, Transporter films, Revolver, Chaos, Crank. Crank was the one, and then then this. So he done a couple of good movies, but it wasn't Lock Jason Statham. It wasn't Jason Statham as we know him now, though. But he was still a big actor. He was like he was. This is when he was rising to glory. Aye, and he's called well, fucking. Well, he did Farmer. rise to glory in this film. Holy fuck! Spoiler alert. What do you mean? I don't think anyone rose to glory in this film. No. Right, you've really bad mouthed it so far. Because it was shite. And I'm gonna just give him a little. 
you've missed See, a cup for it, which well, sickens me. I, I did enjoy it a wee bit. <laughs> you hate this type of film <laughs> as well. <laughs> but I, I, that's the thing. Versus some of the other shit we've watched, mm. I could actually watch this. I don't I'm know. So this. baffled why. I don't know either. But I think I don't know. I was just rooting for the good guys and <laughs> <laughs> Room for the good guys. Oh, my oh God. get those cunts. I, get predicted, those fucking cunts. I predicted Big King was going to die. And it, oh, sorry, I've just spoiled it again. Sorry, we're talking about the film. Okay, well, yeah. I can, I can, I can reveal that this. See how we do a poll each week? How many star like uh, pies? This is the least amount of votes we've ever had for one of these. Because nobody's watched no, it. Nobody was willing to endure it. I think it was like 36 votes. Right, well, I would say I think you should, guys, because. It was not as bad as he's turning out. Don't, no. don't let, don't let Jess do that to you. See, see, Burt Reynolds as well. There was a funny trivia at the beginning of this film, right? So I felt for Burt. He's better than that. <laughs> Kevin Smith and Juliette Lewis were filming another film on an adjoining set, so they came over to visit the production. And this just shows you, like, fucking Burt Reynolds been a narc. Apparently, they stole two boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> he grassed them? He grassed them in. Fucking What Bart a Reynolds. fucking narc. You know what I mean? Burt Reynolds. And then as well, it says in one of the travel bits that he really wanted his death scene, because he's never died in a movie before. He really wanted his death scene to mean something. And I'm like, I was watching it, going, oh, is this going to be some fucking great acting? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Damp squid. No, I mean, it was just fucking just kind of close no eyes. in this film. No. We have been doing this gaming movie night for how many weeks now? 37. Oh, well, we no, we didn't start at the beginning. We started no. at about episode 11 or something. But we've been doing it for a while. And this is the first time that I fell asleep during a film. Mm. It wasn't for long, but it happened twice. It was fucking atrocious. Yeah. Why is it called, like, He's called Farmer. Yeah. But yeah. even his wife calls him Farmer. Aye. Like, what? she must know his name. I know, he kind of just... She's fucking married to him. I, I take you, f- Farmer, to be my lawfully wedded husband. Are you gonna, are you going to tell me your name now? Because this is a bit much. No, it's Farmer. And surely when he was a child, he wasn't a farmer. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So... Is he just, what, what, kid? Maybe. Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> farmer. Yeah, I don't know. The origins of his name. If only that was the problem with the film. Many, I pro- ah, just what the fuck? I can't believe. Like, remember when we were talking? Was it uh, Hoskins at Mario? And they did that interview, and he was like, "What's your one regret, Mario? Yeah. If there was one thing you could change, Mario. Mario. This must be Jason Statham's Mario. Mm. You think? I wonder if we could look up some YouTube cl- clips later and him talking about it. I don't think he'd ever... It's one of those things like... I don't know if you know this, right? But see on Twitter. See if you tweet Dustin Reynolds, like Goldust, mm-hmm. and you mention the words Black Rain to him, he'll block you. Right. Right? Because <laughs> this is a character he played in TNA. Yeah. And uh, he's not a fan of it. And if you if you mention this to him, he takes the hump and blocks you. I would imagine that Jason Statham would hunt you same. down uh, if you mentioned this film. In the name of the king. Uh, in the name of the king, dungeon, see, you'd be lucky if you could fit it into 280 characters. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Uh, it's pretty bad. It was pretty bad, guys. Should we look up the the budget? 
Uh, what else have I got here? Ray Liotta. Yeah, that was you that checked that. Ray Liotta also did play Tommy Versetti in Vice City. Really, right. was a good actor. Ah, yes, I, very good actors in it. I love Jason right. Statham. It pained I, I like me Jason that he was in Statham this as well. Really, Ota and fucking Goodfellas is like Shaggy. A... Oh, I Shaggy from Scooby Doo was in it as well. Oh, that's right. He was and he was hamming it up. Yeah. Holy fuck! The and accent on him was really off putting. Really bad. Oh, it was shocking. Yeah. And the wife, Farmer's wife, is the uh, the daughter. Uh, Sean Connery's daughter in The Rock. Oh yeah, and that's it right. Absolutely pained me that anyone that had anything to do with The Rock had something to do with this film because <laughs> that is an amazing bit of film. You'd put it down as well. I think one of the things that I also noticed was when there were the big fight scene at the end, and they they were running out of stuff to obviously catapult. So they just fucking put one of the wee guys in fire <laughs> and chucked him in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy's like and he just fucking hits a tree <laughs> it's like this is my moment and then he just fucking whack right into a tree yeah I'm not Ended. sure if they were going for comedy there but no. that certainly was that uh, bit to be comedic. fair was <laughs> funny aye there's no way it was meant to be funny no, but the no. fact they just set one of their guys in five and catapulted him get in fucking hit a tree <laughs> aye that was really bad <laughs> it's like get in the catapult alright oh fuck oh, fire tea oh fuck ah. <laughs> bang funny though really funny and then right at the end like because by this point I was I, I'd woke up I was awake and um, we were just sitting and it came up and right at the end it's faded to black and then it just come up saying a U-Bow film and oh, Castles was watching it with us and the three of us just burst out laughing like simultaneously just just the way it came up as if he was it like as I don't remember so proud. I, I don't remember it coming up like that in previous uh, films but it just popped up as if he was like this, this is, is my time this is my tour because, de force yeah, like, I suppose normally when the credits roll it's the lead actor that gets the first mention hmm. aye but no no he's like it's a Jason Statham film it's a U-Ball film <laughs> you know, it was fucking awful yeah Pretty bad. Right, some stats. How how well did this one do? Well, the budget was sixty million. Okay. Guesses. Um. Did it go to the cinema? Uh, it's box box office. Yes, yeah, so it was at the cinema. Forty. Lower than right. Okay, I'm gonna go eighty. Oofed. These are both way off this time. Did it do quite well? <laughs> Did it do quite well? You're so funny. <laughs> it made 13 million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did it do quite well? That must... Can't believe you asked that with a straight face. That must be... <laughs> Statham's worst received film ever. Could be. Yeah. Uh, the, what did it get on the the ratings? It's got a 3.8 on IMDb. Oh dear. And then the Metacritic is 15. Jesus. 15? Yeah. Fucking hell. To get a 15 on an average of 11 critical reviews, that's bad. That's really bad. That's bad. It was atrocious, but it, was. right, it wasn't that bad. I think it's easily the worst thing we've watched. Do you? Aye. Wow. I'm so surprised. Just the amount, the amount of people are in this that you know their faces. It, it really is baffling how bad it became. I think it just got away from this one. Mm. You bow. Just let it get away from him. What was the one he made after this, actually, would you think? 
Who you know? Yeah, let's see what he made after this. Far Cry. <laughs> you love Far Cry. <laughs> no, I think it was Far Cry. In the name of the king, Postal, Blood Drain, Tunnel Rats, then Far Cry. Christ, he was busy then, because this yep. was 2007, and I remember Far Cry being 2008, was it mm-hmm. not? That's why I thought it was his next film. You never know, a lot of films sometimes made a year or two before they actually come out, so you aye. just don't know the timeline. Right, shall we cast our votes? Oh, let's do it. For me, it's one pie and For one sleep emoji. For me, it's one as well. Well, I'm at least a three, but I was tempted to... At least a three! (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my god, is this some sort of rib? (laughs) This is, isn't it? You're you're at it. (laughs) I would watch it again. Oh Oh my my god, God, no way. (laughs) No, no chance. Not when I'm in the house or not. (laughs) Not a chance. What's our audience uh, do they agree with me? We, I, I said 30-something. We did eventually get 40 votes. Yeah, when but it that's... was me, I was bumping up. <laughs> did you vote? <laughs> what did you vote? <laughs> Absolute snake. <laughs> Just to try and bump it up. That's outrageous. <laughs> uh, yeah, 40 votes. I think that might be her. I need to check back, but I think it might be her lowest, uh, the lowest that we've had. And it's actually in order, which is the first time ever. So, 43% gave it one, 35% gave it two, 13% gave it three, Jessica gave it four, (laughs) along with a measly 8%, and then 3% gave it five. No way. That 3% 3 was one vote. That one person loves that, this that film. one was the you. <laughs> that must have been a joke. That one. Wow. Must okay. be. Okay, let's hope for a better film that you will enjoy next week then. We're going to go for... The three of us could reenact that film next week and it would be better. Yeah. 100%. Get the cats to play the grubs. Aye. Okay, we're going to watch Tomb Raider next week. Cradle of something? Life. Cradle of Life, the sequel to the 2001 uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider that we watched 10 weeks ago, probably. Something like that. Big Angelina. Gorgeous Angelina. Big Angie's second outing. Mm-hmm. She's so Okay, so if you want to watch along, if you've not yet seen that film, then please do so and report back to us next week on our poll and what you think. Okay, let's move on to what we have been playing this week. Oh, take a guess. Are you back in Hades? I am fucking... Yes. But you finished it now though, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, we, we got a... I forgot to tell you about it, but we got a tweet in. I can't even remember who it was from now. But they said uh, they had a request. Can Andy please keep just continuously keep playing Hades and give us updates every week? <laughs> well, I'm struggling. Because they want to revel in your pain. I'm struggling, folks. I'm really struggling. I've even succumbed to the God mode. Have you? Wow, I don't think that was going to happen. No, yes. I just can't get anywhere without it. So... What happens with the God mode is it doesn't just give you invincibility. It does that thing where the, if you keep on dying, it'll give you a little bit more life, a little bit more life, so that you slowly get there and it's not just like overpowering you and just get right through the game. It's a good idea, though, because it still gives you a sense of accomplishment. It is a cool idea. Um, so 
uh, just to, it's just getting to the I can get to Hades at the end but it's beating him and I told you what happens you fight him and his life goes down to the bottom and then he's like a wee cutscene in shoes and he goes oh I can't believe my son has done this to me and then he goes and his life comes all the way back up and, and you're your like spirit ah. just oh. breaks and then you're like I'm getting like 1% life left this isn't happening it's brutal how, how quickly can you get to Hades? Within about half an hour. Okay, that's not too bad. Nah, I've got to the point now where I'm quite levelled up. So, um, And it, sometimes it's down to the, they call them boons, right. which is the different power-ups you get. They're random. Ah, right. So sometimes it comes down to what boons you get given or you get a choice of. You get a choice of three when they come up mm. so you can tailor your playing style. Um, as if you get shit ones then you might be like this isn't happening this run aye a wee bit so the ones will, ones will make it easier than others you know what I mean so look, there's one that I always like to get which is uh, if you kill an enemy with your special which is why like a heavy attack you get like two bits of life like, back ah, in right, cool. which is which makes it kind of like you can do that for a while and kill them with your special and try and get your life back a wee bit it gives you something but there's just it comes down to luck sometimes, yeah. so that's why that's why it just takes forever. But it's such a cool game. There's like, I'm still going through it and finding like every cutscene and every interaction is new. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much dialogue there is in this game. It's like every time you die, you go back and you can talk to everybody in the place, and they all come up with different dialogue every time. The or voice acting's excellent as well. The voice acting's really good. And then there's different places like every now and again you that. Like, you go into a room and it's like something you've never seen before, and you're like, "Oh fuck, never, never seen this before. This is cool." So you still get loads of wee surprises. It's just a brilliant game. Just hard as fuck. Yes, do tune in in weeks to come to find out if Andy has yet completed the game. See if he's pulled well, maybe, out his hair. Well, maybe throw you a wee party and get you a wee cake and that <laughs> for when you for when you nice. finally do it. <laughs> this week I have been busy. Obviously, been off work has allowed a lot more gaming. I spoke to you a little bit before we uh, started, but I did this morning play about 20 minutes, half an hour, of The Artful Escape, which is a new game on Game Pass. It's Xbox exclusive just now, but I think it's timed for maybe three months. And it's, from I mean, I've only played a small amount, but really cool. It's very based on music. It's like a 2D side-scroller. Um, but it seems like a really cool story so far. The art style is beautiful, um, and yeah, just really heavy into music. The dialogue seems funny, interesting, and I'm looking forward to to playing more of it. And What's like, it about? So far, you are you're this guy who's a musician, and you're going to be playing at a festival in your hometown, and you look like your uncle, who is a really famous musician, and you are going to be playing sort of covers of his stuff. And you're getting ready for this to start, but like I say, I'm only a small amount, and it's only the game's only three to four hours, so I assume most of it will be based around that. But yeah, no, the 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 dialogue and stuff that's really good, and again, the voice acting's really good, which I liked as well. So I'll be playing more of that. Uh, I played the opening half hour again of Lost in Random, which is a game that came out last week. It's that one that looked kind of Tim Burton esque, mm-hmm. where. 
I haven't got too far into the combat, but it seems like you'll be like rolling dice. Like I just got to the point where I got some like cards, so it seems like there's like a deck of cards involved as well. Um, and the story about that is that you're in this sort of weird town, and you're there's like a queen, and when kids turn twelve, she takes them, and takes them somewhere mysterious that I don't think you really know about yet. Bring so the child. That's pretty much what it's like. So at the, at the start of the game, your sister gets taken, and then so it fast-forwards a year, and you're still upset about, obviously, the loss of your sister, mm-hmm. and something happens that makes you think that you might be able to get in contact with her again, because once these kids get taken away, you never see them again. So you, your character, then sets out on a quest to try and find their sister. Wait, so so far that seems really good. Looking forward to playing more of that. Uh, we reviewed, or sorry, I reviewed Deathloop. Uh, reviewed uh, Deathloop. Uh, brilliant, brilliant game. I'm surprised you never started with that, to be honest. I just wanted to get some stuff out of the way. I can't just talk about Deathloop <laughs> all the time. I, I fucking love it. We got a code through for it on, I think it was Thursday... Because I'd went out to the shop and I'd, uh, I was standing in the queue and the email came through and I was like, <gasps> and I nearly just dropped just everything, dropped everything. <laughs> dropped everything <laughs> in the shop. I text Jess and I was like, we've got a death loop card, I need to leave. And I like raced home uh, and just blasted it out. I mean, other than Saturday when we were out uh, doing the golf and stuff like that, I was pretty much on it, like straight through. It's it's brilliant. Um, It's I said this a lot in my review. I mean, you you sort of point out that I maybe said it too much, but it's so much like Dishonored. Like the actual gameplay itself is almost copy and pasted from Dishonored, which isn't a bad thing because no, I'll, it's not at all. No, I love Dishonored, but it's a game that never sold particularly well. So from I I don't I mean I'm putting words in their mouth here, but what I think has happened is the developers um, Arcane have looked at it and went we really did create something special with this, but not enough people played it, so let's make it more palatable for people. So instead, like... People go back now. Maybe Dishonored was Dishonored. very dark and dreary and yeah. a sort of depressing setting. Aye. Like, it was set during, like, the plague and stuff like that. That's kind of so, why I didn't like it as much. The the tone of it mm, was a bit... Yeah, it is very, very dark. Mm-hmm. So to then switch that up and put it in like a 1960s bright colours yeah. like there's parties going on yeah. and all this sort of stuff like it's going to appeal more to the average gamer mm-hmm. and like it's been really good today it came, game came out today as a recording and the amount of people that I've seen been like oh my god this is brilliant mm-hmm. like people that had never tried Dishonored before and they're just they just love it and it, it really is it's it's excellent. I don't want to go too much into the story because it starts off very much in mystery and you're trying to find out like why you're on the island, what's going on in the island, and it slowly unravels. So you'll want to find out that for yourself, but check out our review. There's no there's no spoilers in that. And you can even check out our opening hour let's play because it's just the first hour of the game. You don't you don't find out too much, but it will give you a flavour of what's to come. And if you have any interest, I would I would say check it out. It's an excellent, excellent game. Mm. At the moment it's on PlayStation 5 and PC, but that is timed, so it will be coming to Xbox at some stage. I mean uh, Arcane are owned by Xbox, so it will definitely be coming to Xbox. 
I have also been playing Life is Strange True Colours. Um, it's the latest entry in the Life is Strange series. It's pretty much a standalone game. There is one returning character, which I didn't even realise was a returning character until I spoke to someone the other day, uh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, he pointed out that one of the characters in there had actually made an appearance before, and it's it's really good. It's Instead of being episodic this time, all five chapters are coming out at once. We spoke about that last week. Bit of a heavy price point. I would still say overpriced, but really good game. Um, takes maybe it's maybe eight to ten hours, I would say. And again, I can't talk too much about it because it's very, very story based. But the story is really, really good. I at the end of the at the beginning of the last chapter, there's a sort of twist, and I feared that it was going to undo the good storytelling up to that point. But thankfully, it didn't, and it had a really good ending as well. So that's good. You can check out a review of that for more. And one last thing is a game preview for Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. We got sent a preview build of this game. I can now say that it is set to come out on November 16th. That uh, that date, along with a new gameplay trailer, will launch at the same time this podcast goes live. And I've only maybe played, again, about half an hour of it. I've had to dip in a lot of different things. It does seem quite similar to the previous Sherlock games, but the it's running at 60 frames a second, so the movement seems a lot freer than it did in the previous ones, which is good because it did feel very rigid. Uh, there is performance issues in the build I'm playing on, but I think that's just because it's a preview, so hopefully when it comes out, it will it will be smooth. I haven't got to the point yet where you're exploring the world, but I have been able to see the map, and I'm surprised at how big it is. Like I was showing you yeah. before, like I expected they did say it was open world. You're on a an island, but I expected the island to be like three or four streets or something. But it looks like yeah. it's, it, it's a fair size. Like it's, I'm going to be interested to see how you how you get about. Like if you're able to drive or if you have to like select locations or whatever. Um, hopefully b- between now and Thursday I'll be able to write a short preview and give you more information on that but at the moment I've only played a certain amount and that's that's me for this week cool I haven't played anything I don't think no you've been too busy since I've been in my crippled state yeah. child duty running a household you know um, I don't know no, no you don't you don't. Mm. Okay, one more game, maybe? Shitty Platinum? Shitty, 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 shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum, motherfucker. Shitty Platinum, jamon. For any newbies listening, each week Craig likes to be a completionist and shares a shitty <laughs> Platinum, which is a game you can get a PlayStation Platinum trophy in. So you can up your gaming cred and look real cool next year. Non Craig has got all the cred, folks. Mm-hmm. Super cred. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have cred. Such a completionist. After your, your wee song there, where was your fucking... Where was your, your set last week? Oh, God, what a nightmare. I, I was about to go in and do it, and then... Well, I wasn't about to go in and do it. I was making my dinner, and I was making... Well, trying to make sweet and sour chicken. And I looked in the cupboard and I went, fuck, I've went and bought chilli con, con, con carne sauce instead. So now I've got four jars of chilli con carne sauce. 
and I had to like, go to uh, the supermarket and get sweet and sour. By the time I'd done all that and come back and made my dinner, it was fucking well past seven o'clock, so I just fucking abandoned. Abandoned I, it. I was bigging them up all day on Twitter, and then I was there at seven o'clock. I'm waiting, sure you were there. Waiting for Donda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll do it again. Aye, well, I, I want a full rendition, a full unfiltered rendition of Shitty Platinum. <laughs> Or the verses. Aye. With the, with the guitar, the whole thing. <laughs> or light a candle and sing along. Uh, this week's Shitty Platinum is called Virtuous Western. And the synopsis is, Virtuous Western is a strategy game located in the Old West where our protagonist must eliminate all enemies in the area using a limited amount of bullets to recover your stolen horse. See, Nothing worse. That sounds alright. Nothing worse than when someone steals your horse. Well, no. That sounds alright, but I bet it's not. No, it actually is. It's pretty good. <laughs> I I actually really liked it. It's like a bit of a um, it's a bit of a puzzle game. So each level you start on the screen, there's enemies, and they will not whatever direction they're facing in is the direction they will stay, and you have to you start with zero bullets, and you have to find a way to get to the bullet. And then shoot the enemy from behind without being taken out. So hmm. each there's I think there's maybe I'm trying to think, I think there's maybe thirty levels. And each one get like a wee bit later on you get uh, dynamite that you can throw as well. But so you have to like assess the situation and be like, right, I need to take out that enemy, which then lets me get to that bullet, then I can go back and take out this guy. And sometimes you will have to go to enemies head on but you can maybe like pop out get them to shoot and do that till they have to reload and then you can go out and get them so it's it's tactical and as far as a shitty platinum goes it's really good like i i really enjoyed it the only irritating bit is there's a final boss at the end and his pattern of movement is quite random and it can be a little bit frustrating um that's so that took a little bit of time, but other than that, really fun. I really enjoyed it. Got the platinum twice on the PlayStation, and I think at the time I checked, and it wasn't out on Xbox yet. But I think it is now. It was coming out a few days later, so I'll be back for that one thousand G as I get ever closer to Andy's gamer score. Are you getting there? I'm getting there. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I, my plan was to have overtaken you and be making a mockery of you on the podcast before now, but just so happens that most of the games we've been sent recently have been PlayStation codes rather than Xbox, right. so I've been, I've been having to... Mm. Excuses from my, the completionist do, here. Do my duties. <laughs> but I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Okay, it's news time. We've got quite a bit to get through this week, so we shall fire in. First up, the database for... I don't know how to say this word. NVIDIA. NVIDIA. That's not what it looks like. N-V-I-D-I-A. NVIDIA. No, but it's like NVIDIA. NVIDIA. Okay. NVIDIA's... (laughs) I'll start again. (laughs) got the giggles now the database for (laughs) (laughs) 
have. The okay. database for NVIDIA's new GeForce Now streaming service has been hacked and it shows a bunch of references <gasps> to unreleased and unannounced games. <gasps> so what does this mean? Here's just some of the many, many games that are listed. So we've got Chrono Cross Remaster, Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster, Kingdom Hearts 4, Grand Theft Auto Remasters, <gasps> Crisis 4, Sniper Elite 5, City Skylines 2, <gasps> uh, Hail <gasps> Divers City 2. There's Skylines. just a huge list of games that were like... City Skylines 2? Oh, yeah. cool. These, well, that's the thing. These are all unannounced. Well, most were unannounced games that they have found just buried in this. No, I mean there is mm. a chance that they could be not in development anymore. Maybe, like I don't know, but like it's not necessarily all these are definitely coming. But this is like a massive leak of here's a bunch of games that no one knew was coming and is now potentially mm-hmm. coming. But there's a few strange ones in there, like a few that I was that just kind of caught my eye like there's one that says it's the arkham knight remaster and i'm like why would you remake why would you remaster arkham knight surely if you're going to do one of them it would be arkham asylum which was the first one yeah but none of them need a remaster but arkham knight only came out in 2015 that was in the playstation 4 so that seems strange and there was also a listen for a mirror's edge remaster which I don't know, like, people loved Mirror's Edge, but then they brought out a second game and it absolutely bombed, so it seems strange that they would remaster the first one. Uh, I thought it was really interesting that with Bioshock, they'd put down Bioshock 2022, because we do know there's a new Bioshock game in development, but that maybe leads to think that it's, it's going to be due next year, because people thought it was further out than that. So that's interesting. Yeah, and just... then obviously, I like you said, like, uh, City Skyline 2 I'd be all about that oh, yeah. uh, there was also some Playstation exclusives mentioned as well suggesting that kind of more Sony games might be venturing over to PC as well I think that's going to happen yeah. there's already been a few and then they announced Uncharted's coming as well so it does make sense another, in fact another thing that was there was the Grand Theft Auto remasters are also listed there because mm-hmm. we're sort of wondering like after they didn't show up at that Playstation conference like they're definitely not coming out this year like all these journalists are still saying that that, that that Vice City, Grand Theft Auto 3 and San Andreas remasters are due this year. They would have had to announce it by now. I thought it was March. Is it not coming out in the showcase that it was March? But that was That's just that was Grand Theft Auto 5. It's been delayed to March oh, right. instead of November. But they still haven't annou- even announced these remasters. Mm. Like if you were bringing out three of the most beloved games, a remaster of three of the most beloved games ever, you'd have to have announced it by now. You would think. Yeah, so we'll keep our eye on this one and see if there's any more developments or announcements that give light to some of these unannounced games. Okay, next up, Hayley Atwell, best known for portraying Marvel's Peggy Carter, has been named the voice of Lara Croft in the new Tomb Raider animated series that is coming to Netflix. This is a separate project from the sequel to 2018's Tomb Raider reboot where Alicia Vikander will continue her role as Lara. Yeah. I forgot this was happening. Yeah. They're, they're doing like some sort of... I think there's a bunch. There they, is. A, yeah, there's... They, um, they announced like an Assassin's Creed live action thing as well. Mm-hmm. They're doing a cyberpunk animated series. They've got Angry Birds, Cuphead, Sonic, Far Cry's in there as well. Um, mm. 
yeah. this one probably seems like the furthest along then if they've, if they've announced so. a voice actress. I just, I can't quite, I don't know, work out in my head who this is marketed to. Yeah, I don't, a Tomb Raider animated series seems a bit strange. I can't see it doing that well. Mm. And she's a big actress. Like at first when I saw, uh, it's, it, like the, the, the headline was like Hayley Atwell to play Lara Croft. And I was like, oh, they're rebooting Tomb Raider again for a film. And I thought, she's actually not a bad Lara Croft. That would be all mm. right. That'd be quite good. I quite like her. And then I was like, oh no, it's just the voice acting. And I was like, oh. And then I remembered that they'd announced this thing. It depends on the tone as well, because there's a new He-Man. Well, not He-Man, it's Masters of the Universe. Right. Show on Netflix by Kevin Smith. Oh, right. And it's uh, it's kind of more adult-orientated. Kids can watch it. Yeah. But it is quite, like, adult-ish. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Like, Tomb Raider is very much killing enemies. And mm-hmm. so it's not going to be animation for kids, I wouldn't say. But then... Oh, hopefully... Uh, hey, if they go quite dark with it, I'd be yeah. all about that. That sounds quite good. I'd, I'd be interested to see... I don't know if there's anything out there, but I'd be interested to see if there's any shots of the animation style and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm interested. We'll see how it goes. Definitely check it out. We do like Lara. We do. We do. Okay, next up, Ubisoft have announced, have outlined post-release plans for Far Cry 6, as we mentioned earlier. Mm. So let's just run through some of that. We'll start with the free content. Three packs have been announced, bringing new missions, characters, and storylines to the game. Iconic actor Danny Trello is first up, followed by a Rambo-themed pack after that. But the craziest out of all of them is the inclusion of a Stranger Things crossover which, Craig, I know will be up your street because you enjoy that. As for the paid content, the season pass will include three expansions allowing you to live out the origin stories of past Far Cry villains. The twist, these stories will play out in a roguelite game mode, encouraging players to fight, die, and try again in some crazy environments. Hmm. It's quite the yeah. fucking release plans, isn't it? It's definitely got a lot of company with it, definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to Far Cry Six. Like I'm, I'm on board for it anyway. It mm-hmm. Looks everything I've seen about it looks great. But uh, this, I, I, I just so they by the sounds of things they've actually animated Danny Trejo, and he's going to have like he's going to be like a character in the game yeah. as free content, handing out missions, which sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> and the Stranger Things crossover, I'm not like it was hard to sort of tell, but it looks like that might be. I don't know if it's actually in-game or if it's like a separate thing because I think there was something to do with Netflix involved in it. But I don't know if that's just because they own Stranger Things that Netflix logo was in it. So I, I, I don't know exactly what that entails, but I'd be up for that as well. Like I'd been saying on Twitter recently, I finally went back to Stranger Things to finish off season three because I'd been distracted before. And I'm up to the last episode now and I just really enjoy it. Really good. Have you seen Stranger Things, Andy? Yeah, it's a good show. Aye, good stuff. So I'd be interesting to see that because they did, I think it was last year, they released a Stranger Things game, but mm-hmm. it was like a 16-bit yeah. like adventure game or something mm-hmm. that I never played. So Stranger Things in the Far Cry universe sounds awesome. Okay, and yeah, we'll move on to some of the sort of PlayStation showcase announcements. We touched on Grand Theft Auto V, which has been delayed until March 2022. Um, it was came at the end of a rather disappointing trailer, I would say. Yeah, so it was quite interesting. This the 
I, I mean, I didn't really think much of it when they showed it, the Grand Theft Auto Five trailer at the PlayStation Showcase. I was just like, all right, looks like Grand Theft Auto, looks better graphically, fine, okay. But folk were, I didn't realise, but folk were fucking raging about it. Why? I don't know what they were expecting, but they just they just didn't think it looked much better. But I'm like, well, what do It already you... looked pretty good. It really I mean. did look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. What else do they want? I don't know. But so <sighs> at the moment, people. it's now one of the most disliked trailers oh, ever fuck on, Play- on PlayStation. It's the like... game is an absolute masterpiece. It looks amazing. All we want is it to the frame rate to be upped mm-hmm. and just to be smoother and better that's visuals. It. That's and that's it. that's what it's got. So, but that's yeah, all you need. so it's currently sitting with twenty three thousand uh, likes, but ninety four thousand. Uh, dislikes. 94,000 little fucking I mean, are mourners. these people watching a 4K stream on a 4K TV? Do you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> how much does that play a part? Probably not, <laughs> but it's just like, see Grand Theft Auto, it has, it has became something that's not cool to hate, but people are sick of it. Some people are just, they've had enough, they're like, I, I don't want to see this anymore, I don't want to see it anymore, but see when it comes out, they'll then end up buying it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But in their head, they're like, it's like that Call of Duty effect, like everyone shits on Call of Duty and hates Call of Duty, but then it comes out and everybody fucking plays Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And like Grand Theft Auto, it's it's getting the same way, like folk are disliking it because they're just like, we just want Grand Theft Auto 6, just fuck off. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting Grand Theft Auto 6 for about four years, so yeah. buckle up. Well, this is coming out in March, which is my birthday month, so that can be my present. There you go. From you. I'll hook you up. <laughs> I'll hook you up. You've been, you've, you've there we go. been it, a patient boy. It's <laughs> not like we don't talk about it every week on this podcast, so... Every no. fucking week. I did have to laugh. There was a few good tweets that came out, like, um, there was one of those, like, fake news sites, and it was, like, eight-year-old game gets delayed till 2022, <laughs> stuff like that. It's just, it was quite funny. Like, I... As much as we're saying like people are been out of order having a go at it, like it does seem strange that it's taken this long because it almost seems like a port of the PC version. Mm. The PC version runs at 60 frames a second and has 4K visuals. So it seems strange that it has taken them about two years to get this on consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but soon enough. Be happy when it comes. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so PlayStation also announced that they've scooped up yet another Marvel property with the announcement of an exclusive Wolverine game. Adding to the excitement is the news that it's been developed by Insomniac Games, which also handle the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, this this will be pretty awesome, I think. Yeah. The fact that it's Insomniac as well, you just know well, they, it's going to be good. You know they handled the, the property well with Spider-Man, so you just expect the same way. Wolverine. Yeah, I saw an update as well saying that they're going with a pretty dark tone, so nice. it's not going to be like it's going to be like a pretty gritty story and stuff mm, like that. Like cool. it, it sounds excellent. The only sort of negative is, and it's not a negative, but PlayStation have been bad for announcing stuff too early, yeah. and they have already said that this will come out after Spider Man, and Spider Man mm-hmm. is need you out for like a year and a half. So you're talking ah. like this could be literally coming out in twenty twenty five. So. It's good they've to know it's enough, coming. enough stuff to announce before having to do stuff like this. You would think so, aye. Like, I mean, don't we all we've got good games coming out just about every week. It's not like we're hunting for games, but... That's what I mean, but why, so why do you feel the need to tell us about something that's four years old? I know, <laughs> that's, it's a bit annoying because you get excited and then you're like... And then you forget I, all about I, it. I almost 
don't want to know. Like, yeah. show us when you've... They didn't even have anything to show us. Like, show us when you have something to show. Yeah. Okay, we also got an announcement of Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection for PlayStation 5 and PC. This includes remasters of both Uncharted 4, A Thieves' End and Uncharted Lost Legacy. A released window of early 22 was given with Iron Galaxy handling the PC port. This was something I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been wanting to replay Uncharted 4 for a while, but I, I kept expecting them to release like a patch to make it run at 60 frames a second. And I was mm. like, I'm not fucking playing this thing to then finish <laughs> it. And then they go, and we've got a patch out. So I've been waiting for ages. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I've not played Uncharted 4 since it first came out. Mm-hmm. So, and I would definitely replay Lost, Lost Legacy as well. Like I loved that game. Yeah, it's really good. I can't even barely remember like what the happened? stories yeah same here in either game nah I mean I'd maybe remember it as we played it oh but... you would certainly with uh, Uncharted 4 oh it's his brother and that comes back in it yeah, yeah I do I would remember it but I would probably forget like plot points and stuff mm. but I would get the broad brush strokes yeah mm. brilliant game though so I yeah. and it's going to have I, all the the usual updates so I'm looking forward to that Yep, and we also saw an impressive Gran Turismo 7 gameplay trailer and we're given a release window of March 2022. Mm, that's quite soon. Mm-hmm. Another birthday present. How do you think this one's going to feel? It's <laughs> turned into quite the birthday for you. <laughs> How do you think this is going to fear up to Forza? Oh, I don't know. Forza looks I don't think it'll be as good. <laughs> Forza will be better. I do think Forza's just going to blow everything it's out just, of the water. Yeah, it's just got uh, that elite sort of... Yeah. It did look good, though, like Gran Turismo, what we saw of it. Mm. What they showed like, was good, yeah, but I just think Forza's overtaking them at this yeah. point. And their consistency, like, putting out... like There's probably been about four Forza games come out since the last Gran Turismo game. Mm. <laughs> mm. They're pumping out one almost every year. Um... As, I mean, certainly right now, if I had to choose between Forza Horizon uh, 5 or Gran Turismo, I'd go Forza. Same. Definitely. Yeah. That trailer they showed off was unreal. I know. But it will still be brilliant, I'm sure. Okay, and then just a quick roundup of the other interesting notes from the show. So Spider-Man 2 was formally announced and CGI trailer was shown featuring Venom. 2023 was the window given for release. God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok was shown with an older. What's his name? Atreus. Purposely spelt it phonetically for you. I did you, Atreus. The game will be one continuous shot from start to finish, like the previous game, but no release window given for that one, I'm afraid. Knights of the Old Republic, a once Xbox and PC exclusive, has been remade and will will launch. Get a mouthful of marbles. Launch first on PlayStation. No release window was given, but we can assume it is 2023 at the earliest. Forspoken was shown off and continues to look cool. Spring 22 was the window given for that one. And finally, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer was shown and the date of October 26, 2021 was reiterated. That looks awesome. It looks really good, and yeah. interestingly, like I, when they showed Guardians of the Galaxy again, I was like, "This is when they're going to delay it," because I, I don't know the fact that that game was shown off for the first time about two months ago 
Like, I was like, there's no way that's coming out this year, mm. even though they dated it. But today, it went gold. Did so it? it's coming. Like, it's it's now done. Brilliant. Uh, so the game's definitely coming out this year, and it looks shit hot. I really, I'm mm. really looking forward to it. Can I ask a question, though? Like, just thinking about fo- uh, Forza and Gran Turismo again. Uh. You know how with us, we've got, like, two football games to choose between? Mm-hmm. And, like, you're a pro evil man I'm a FIFA guy R.I.P um, <laughs> but obviously I've, I've played a bit of pro evil trying Aye. to get into it you're the same with FIFA but you've got the one that you like Aye. do you think that's the same for other platforms like, for like, racers t- Aye, for like racers we will, people will like racing games try both of them and then pick one or do they play both of them because they love racing games or you know you know and the same for other like kind of games like that. I think people will have their favourites, but I think they're more likely to to play others. Like I think the differences between like FIFA, FIFA and PES, it is at the end of the day still just football, but they play a lot differently. Like Whereas going a driving to, game. Well, I, that's the thing. A driving game plays differently too. But I don't think to the same the same level as a football game. Like I feel mm. a football game, you really have to get into a rhythm, mm. of how the AI work, how the passing works, how players react. I, th- I feel like there's less components in a racing game. I could be wrong. Maybe. I think folk. you also get different. Like granted, you get different teams that you support, but both of the football franchises have. I know they don't have the, all our license, but you can. They have their own licenses and stuff. But you can pick your favorite team. But with whereas with racing games, like being, you get different types of car fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people like their Formula One. Some people yeah. like Rally. Yeah. Some people like Classic. Oh, you know what I, mean? I mean, like there's, there's another one. I Formula One. You get that. Mm-hmm. Then there's Formula One. Burnout. The, or, or motocross. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like that. The Dirt Series as well. Is another, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, it's. I different. mean something I would say like based on these two games that are coming up, like Forza Horizon is a more arcadey take. Mm-hmm. So it'll be more arcade focused than Gran Turismo is going to be. Like yeah. a simulation. Aye. So like be interesting if folk would maybe get in touch and let us know. Aye, let us know they... if you're a if you're a racing game fan if if you would play both. I mean I suppose a lot well, a lot of people like you're talking about two games that are exclusive as mm-hmm. well so you'd have to have someone that'd have both consoles as yeah. well like some people might be more into Gran Turismo because they only have a Playstation or Forza because they only have an Xbox as yeah. well so yeah. but if you play both let us know Bef- one thing before we move on as well um, when we were talking about you'd messaged me the other day about FIFA the top two, uh, 22, 20, players. 22 players uh, uh, been announced the FIFA the early access for FIFA on EA Play starts a week on well I was going to say a week tomorrow but it's Wednesday coming when you listen to this podcast mm. so it's like Wednesday the 22nd yeah right um, that's when early access starts and most years and with every other Expo, uh, EA game you get a 10 hour free trial with FIFA 22 you're getting a 20 hour free trial so you'll have access to it on the 22nd which is 9 days before the full release, and you'll be able to play twenty hours worth for free as part of your your EA Play subscription and part of Game Pass. Have you checked your hours played recently? On what? Pez. Not on Pez, no. Because that used to be your like top played game, did it not? 
there was many a pez that I had over a thousand hours logged on. Mm-hmm. Um, Steam does check it though, so I could I could check. See, that's the thing though. Like I've actually been itching for a game of pez recently, but I haven't played any football game in about three weeks just because there's been too much stuff that I need to review like I can't I'm like you're spoiled for choice aren't we I'm at, I'm at the point where I know if I sit down I'm going to play it for four or five hours mm. and I literally can't because I've got too much writing to do I've got too much <laughs> to get through and then even this week I mean we've like we'll go into uh, pick of the week in a minute but although I did choose a pick of the week this week it wasn't necessarily an easy choice because there's good games coming out yeah. um Spoiler, but we didn't give it to Aragami too, and I loved the first game. That was like it's like yeah. a almost like a spiritual successor to Tenchu, and I loved the first game. And the second one's due out this Friday, and it's on Game Pass, coming day one, and it didn't even get Game of the Week, and it looks excellent. It's pick of the week, not Game of the Week. Let's see, Craig. I would like to apologise for my previous statement. Is this given up? Do you want to sing the song instead? Pick of the week. 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 It's not Aragami 2. Yeah, given the... But it could have been because it'll be fucking brilliant. Given the review scores this has been receiving, there was really no question that this pick, this week's pick of the week was going to be Deathloop. Deathloop. Do you want me to explain what Deathloop is? Yes. Put a synopsis here. Yes, you can read the synopsis. Deathloop is a next-gen FPS from Arcane Leon, the award-winning studio behind Dishonored. In Deathloop, two rival assassins are trapped in a mysterious time loop on the island of Black Reef, doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. Unless you break the loop, which is the goal. You've got to do it in a more kind of more deep Gravitas. Angsty mm. voice. Okay, hold on. Let's see it. Let's, oh. let's see the. You've got it in your notes. Or have I? Right. Here's I'll a question. Here's it. a here's a behind the scenes little conversation for you, right? Andy, see when you receive our podcast notes from Craig, do you yeah. change the font colour? No. No. Oh. <laughs> so first thing I do, Craig sends it to us in grey font. Yeah. Who I've uses grey font? I, I like... thought I was going blind. It makes me think it's like a like watermark or something, the way it's like greyed out. Yeah, I prefer pastel colours. No, nah, the first thing I do, select Fuck all, sake. change to How black. How do you do that though in here? Like it's just an email, so there's no options for that. There is, I'll show you later. Mm. <laughs> right, I'll start sake. sending it to you in black, Jesus. Fucking nuisance, man. Try to bring a bit of culture to your lives. Deathloop is the next gen FPS from Arcane Leon. I like that. That's you. The award-winning studio from Dishonored. In Deathloop, two rival assassins are trapped in a mysterious time loop on the island of Black Reef, doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. We should hire you. Nah, I could do shit like that. Okay. I could, he's, could. he's fucking fishing for voiceover work. Oh man, I'd love to do that for a living. That'd be awesome, I think. The amount of voices I can do. That's true, yeah. Haley Atwell better watch out. I know. Fucking Sound effects as the well. New, the new Lara over there. Could do my robot noise. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a belter, to be fair. I don't know if it translates on podcast. How you've not been picked up to do some Star Wars voiceovers. <laughs> oh, 
So if anybody out there needs some voiceovers done, specifically a robot noise, yeah, uh, I'm free. Right. <laughs> and if there's any uh, therapists out there that have some spare time, <laughs> get in touch. Get in touch with Craig. He needs you. <laughs> We're on death loop. I know. Yeah, right, the football scores up. Because I was checking the football scores. <laughs> uh, I said all I need to say earlier. Death Loop is fucking brilliant. Pick it up. Quality, quality game that everyone should play, and that's our pick of the week. <laughs> In terms of user feedback, we don't have any this week because I think something is wrong with the form. I got a whole bunch see the way it works is when people submit it goes into like a certain part of our email and I've just got like about nine emails and when I go into them every single one of them is blank Hmm. and like I don't don't know I I don't know what's going on but basically from what I can tell people are submitting feedback and somehow when it's getting sent to our email it's not coming through so I would like to apologise for anyone who Technical issues. Sent in feedback this week, but I did not receive it. But I'll have it sorted for next week. Okay. Yeah, that's us then for this week. Thank you once again for listening. If you enjoyed our episode, then do share with your friends. And if you have a spare few minutes, then leave us a review as it really does help to support and promote the podcast. As I mentioned at the beginning, puredeadgaming.com is where you will find all our content and pre-show polls, which you can take part in for next week. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next week. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.